Well, hello, everybody. This is Single Life with Dr. G. Dating over 40. And you know my motto and what I'm here and what I'm all about. I'm helping you stay sane in this crazy, crazy world of dating. I am excited, as always, to be with you and to bring you another episode. Hello to everybody around the world. We are in 119 countries and 4,151 cities. So you know what that says? We keep growing every single day. Thank you to all the listeners out there, to everyone. Listen, let me tell you, we have just received the updated version of the power of attraction, getting the man you need not want. When I tell you, ladies, this one is for you. You got to get the book. Go to drgladney.com. It's on Amazon, but I give you a special deal when you go to the website, drgladney.com. Get your copy of this book. It's going to change your life and it's going to help you have a better 2024 in this crazy world of dating. And guess what? You might even find your person. Isn't that what we all want? I'm wanting everybody to make sure that they can find that person that they've been wanting and looking for. If you have not joined the Facebook group, go join Single Life with Dr. G. Dating over 40. And then I told you guys, I got a free report that I help the women understand the top 10 mistakes professional women make in dating that waste their time with the wrong person. You know what? We're going to just have to do an episode about being with the wrong person. Oh my goodness gracious. How many of us raise your hand right now if you can say, you have wasted some time with the wrong person. Uh, my hand is up. My hand is up. I'm sure you is too. So I hope everybody is doing wonderful. This episode, we are going to be talking about finding love after loss. Yes, that's a whole different area that we need to talk about and to explore. I, as usual, have brought in an, inc- an incredible guest to talk about this topic with us. So we can ready to have a conversation if this has been your story, your journey, or I know you've had an experience. Most of us out there have had an experience that you've either gone on a date with somebody who lost their significant person in their life, their spouse. And so we're going to talk about it. So I have bought in this guest. Now, he's no stranger to talking journalist. I'm going to let him tell you all about who he is. We're excited to have Brian Anthony. Hey, Dr. G. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm living life to its fullest. I am so excited to have you on. Why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself? The short version career professional in the entertainment business, radio specifically. Currently, I'm a general manager of a jazz station in North Carolina, which is very much fun because a lot of people go to a lot of jazz events, but there are not a lot of jazz radio stations or access to jazz music on the terrestrial realm. So I'm proud to say that I think we have one of the top three jazz stations in the country. 
Oh, you know what? I'm here in Dallas, Texas, and we don't have a jazz station. So you are so right. We used to have the Oasis. We listened to it all the time and then it went away. And so now we have to have Sirius Radio or Alexa. All of that. Let's see. Let's see. Now I can give a shameless plug. Thank you for that intro. You can stream us online at WSNCRadio.org, or you can download a free mobile app. I don't care if you're an Android user, Apple user, it's a phone. Um, go to your store, download the app for 90.5. Think about Winston-Salem, North Carolina, WSNC-FM. And then uh, also I've had a career in communications. I graduated from Texas Southern University in Houston, Texas with a degree in journalism, started out that way. And I've had, had been fortunate to have a, a career in the field that I went to school for. You have seen a lot of people. You mm-hmm. have met a lot of people and you have done mm-hmm. a lot things over your career. Mm-hmm. So now, Brian, we're talking about finding love after loss. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell us your story? Okay. Two times being married, um, I've gone through years and years and years ago, the same rat race that everybody else tries to go through, finding that one person, that one person that you can settle down with, do things with, share your life with. I thought I had that originally. The blessing was I have a beautiful son out of that that has produced three grandchildren for me that I adore and spend a lot of time with. Went through a divorce with that. Very, very, very difficult for me because I love heart and I love with my heart. Was able to move on. Uh, said, I, I'm just going to date. I'm going to get out here and see what's out here. Blah, 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 blah. Started working at a radio station in St. Louis. Uh, walked in one day because I was working in the evenings. And this young lady was at the phone answering the telephone call. I later found out she was a sales rep. She was married. So time went on. We became friends. I was already going through a divorce at that time. Uh, then she and her husband split up and they went through a divorce as well. We were just friends. Obviously, we worked together, her being a sales rep, me being in programming and on the air. We did a lot of events in the street like radio stations do. So we hung out. Over time, we became even closer friends. We lived together for, I guess, a year and a half, and nobody even knew in the building that we were even an item. Wow. Now, moving forward, obviously, she left the station. She ended up moving to Chicago, where she's from. And I was like, ain't no way I'm going to let her go up there and I'm going to stay in St. Louis. So I moved everything to Chicago. Oh, wow. Okay. I actually went there without a without a job. I actually stayed at a transient hotel in downtown Chicago. I worked overnight doing stock at a grocery store to pay my bills. Wait, now she was already in Chicago. She was, she was already, already in-, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why were you not living with her? Why did you have to live in a hotel? Because she lived with her parents at the time. Oh, okay. We ended up getting a place together. And the rest of the story is history. It evolved as friends first. And then it took both of us having gone through a divorce. It was like, okay, we could just have fun what we're doing. But this went on for eight years. Oh, wow. And lived together for eight years. So at this point, we had gotten past all the initial FBI stuff and the CIA. Yeah, years later, my gosh, that's somebody's lifetime. <laughs> we ended up getting married. We were living in St. Louis. So we've been together for 34 years. Uh, in October of 
2022, I lost her to, to breast cancer. Wow. We knew, or she knew earlier than I did, and I didn't know for probably two years that she was dealing with something. Wow. Um, uh, when I found out, obviously I was devastated. I lost my father to lung cancer. When I was 26, he was 54. So just hearing the cancer word shook me. And it took me a couple of days to get my head wrapped around it because then the business side kicks in. Look, when my dad passed, I went through into a rabbit hole. It took me three years to get out of that. I didn't know I was dealing with depression. You know what, Brian, as you say that, that's a whole nother topic. And, it you is. know, as a psychologist, that's the part of what I focus on. And a lot of people don't understand that they're dealing with depression. Yeah. And yeah. they don't know what to do about it. Yeah. But grief and things like that can bring that about because Man, what I had to understand was immediately after understanding and wrapping my head around it that my wife is sick, of course, she's going to do well. She's, we're going to beat this without knowing any of the particulars. I went on for four years. She's taking uh, a pill, and I'm thinking it's not the port. So I'm thinking it's not that severe. The entire time when she was diagnosed, it was stage four. I found out after, and there was no cure for it. Wow. So they were just man maintaining quality of life. You know, foolish of me for not really diving into that. But the relationship that we have, we trust each other wholly. If there's something you're going to tell me that you want me to know, you'll tell me and we'll sit down and discuss it. Wow. If, it's, if it's part of it that you don't want to tell me, I have to trust that you're handling your business. Everybody in a relationship is their own individual. They handle things their way. You are not them. And you have to understand that. Wow. So my job now is to just support. What is it that you haven't done that you want to do? Let's get it in. So you just made sure that as she was coming to the end of her journey, that she enjoyed yeah. life. Yeah, life to, let's live life. Now, we've been saving money to do things later. This is later. Let's do it. Yeah, this, this, is, this is it. So yeah. now let me ask you, because it says losing a spouse to death is a traumatic and a very life-altering event. Initially, of course, widows and widowers initially feel, you know, overwhelmed with a sense of loss and loneliness. Mm -hmm. But eventually some uh, decide to find love again. There was a study that was done in San Diego and mm -hmm. said that 61% of men and 19% of women who lost a spouse either got involved in a new relationship or married, remarried within 25 months. Now, what I've seen um, through my lifetime, it's it, like they said, 61% of men, but mm -hmm. seldom is so much less for women to get remarried. How has it been for you? Mm -hmm. Let me say before I ask this question, my Sincere condolences for your loss. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But how has it been for you re-entering into the crazy world of dating? It's been interesting, very interesting. I was warned at at the time of her passing by my immediate family, including her dad. You have a bullseye on your back, and I go, "What are y'all talking about?" 
No, you got to understand the most interesting advances from women will start to take place. And you got to be aware of that. It's interesting that they said that because before I think my well, two days after my family left, uh, I received a, a text message from a friend of both me and my wife's at church. And I'm not going to get into the particulars, but I was shocked. She had her clothes on. It was a nice invitation, but I thought the timing was insane. Did you say two days after your family left? Two days. My family was here for a week. Yeah. Okay. The next week, a week after she passed, they had church service. Two hours after church, I'm getting this text message. You know, that (laughs) Say this. Again. I work in entertainment, so that doesn't shock me. Well, you know, so let me say this, Brian, because mm-hmm. I, I have an uncle, and actually, you know my uncle, mm-hmm. and he lost his, my aunt passed away. He's the ladies at the church. The church ladies. Yeah, the church <laughs> ladies. The church ladies. They wanted to come by and bring some food. Mm-hmm. And, and he was already 80 plus. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't it doesn't even have an age factor. I think that what happens when, like your family said, there's a target on your back is because mm-hmm. when people understand that mm-hmm. you were in a committed relationship and you mm-hmm. know how to love somebody, mm-hmm. then that is a bigger target. Because if a woman is looking for a committed relationship and a loving man that knows how to be a great husband or whatever... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they're going to be like, well, maybe I can help with his healing mm-hmm. because of distraction, mm-hmm. you know. Right, and so right. if you haven't been through that journey, mm-hmm. they're not thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And they time to heal. They're thinking about maybe I can help him heal because distracting because I'm a good woman, too. Is that kind of what that, you think? Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. You know, um, I look at it like that. I think my father-in-law has been because he lost his wife 10 years earlier to to a similar type of cancer, her mother. He always tells me it ain't the perceptual stuff, the business you're in, where you live, how many cars you got in your driveway, all the stuff that we hear on the Internet now women are asking. It yeah. ain't about that. No, it's not. The, the, the thing that you have to understand is you're in an entertainment business. You took care of my daughter for 34 years with a relationship that you didn't have any scandal. I never saw you guys mad at each other. I never saw you, no no signs of that. He said, that's what women want. Absolutely. That's what they want, somebody that's been been battle-tested and proven. Absolutely. But you know, on the flip side of that, I understand that uh, because I deal with people in this business all the time. So I'm cautious of that and I'm guarded of that. And what I mean by that is I understand if if I were going to term it like this, there's a smorgasbord of choices out Mm -hmm. if that's what I'm going to do. Personally, you know, there are a lot of single people out there that, you know, go through life looking for the type of love, support unconditionally that we had with each other, especially in this business, because I'm around women all the time. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask, so how are you handling this? I, you know, it has been, you said in 22 two years, almost two years. Yeah. Well, year and a half. Year and a half. On this journey, have you been thinking of finding love? 
How is that? Because let, let me just say this. Um, mm-hmm. I've gone out with a couple of guys that were widows. And what I found, it was really interesting because, you know, they were different varying stages of the healing process. Mm-hmm. But the conversation was all about their wife. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, her being the best friend and, you know, what it was. And so another woman could not ever take the place or feel like that they can compete with that, with mm-hmm. that memory. But I also realized because me haven't gone through a divorce, mm-hmm. divorce somebody, and you know that you you would choose to choose from them. Absolutely. And generally, when it's a divorce, you mad, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, you don't yeah, like yeah. that person no more. Yeah. But when it is a death and it's mm-hmm. lost, mm-hmm. it was out of your control. Absolutely. And it's God's will. And God's will. You lost something and it's it's a journey not to say divorce divorce is a different type of grief mm-hmm. but you're angry going through it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and so it it's it's a whole different deal well you know in death yeah. you're in death you're angry <laughs> you're angry too you're angry too yeah. well yeah of course but i'm saying you're angry generally the person and yeah. instead of the situation yeah, yeah, yeah. why god did you do this and why right, right, right. so i'm um, my question is how has it been for you? Are you back in the dating scene? What does that look like? Well, you know, I, like you said earlier, I know what love is. I've experienced it for 34 years. So I know what it is I want. I'll start there. I know what it is I want. It would be crazy of me to let somebody else who hasn't had that experience guide me into another situation. Okay. So I'm very open-minded and I'm very organic. What I mean by being organic is I'm not looking for anything. I'm like, women are picky about certain things. I'm picky about a woman. Yes. Okay. I am. I like what I like. I like what I like. I give a lot of me and I share a lot of my life with an individual. So number one, I got to be cautious. We're in an era of me too. Uh, absolutely. And whatever that is, and I'm not going to get into that on in this conversation, but here's my philosophy in my search or in my meeting people. Yes. If I had history with you as a listener, as a coworker, as whatever in my life while she was here, okay, I uh-huh. know something about you. Right. I got some history with you. Yes. I'm cool having you in my space. I'm cool going out with you. I'm cool treating you to dinner. Right. To have you around me. If I don't know you, now I'm a good people reader. In five minutes in a conversation, I think I can have you pegged in terms of where my head is with what you're about. If I'm not comfortable in five minutes, it's not a joke. And I'm serious about it, but it sounds crazy. I have a Me Too waiver. Oh, wait. You have a me to waiver. Okay, first of all, you need to tell us what is a me to waiver. A me to waiver is simply two people agreeing that they're both adults of consenting age and they are going into a situation respectfully of each other. And if there's something that one person doesn't like, that the other person is doing it is usually the man. Let's let's be real. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. 
<laughs> okay, according to the Me Too situation. Yes, if, yes. if there's something you're not comfortable with, say it in the moment. Don't come at me five months, uh, five years down the line and say, well, this happened and I was uncomfortable with it. No, we're grown adults. Let's have this conversation right now. Chances okay. are, if you bring it up, you won't ever hear it again from me, whatever it is. So when does a woman have to sign? They don't have to sign. I, I put it out there so that oh, they okay. know. Okay. So the Me Too waiver is not anything that that is officially signed. It is really no, a communication no, no. piece. Wow. So tell me about your experience since you've been out here, since this is different. It's different. Um, Oh Things my God. have changed from 35 years ago. Oh my God. People have 30... changed. We have technology. We oh have all of this stuff. We have online dating. We have everything now. It's crazy. Uh, and people are different. So how has it been? Has it been crazy for you? It's been interesting because I'm not really looking. So I'm just, I'm lurking. I'm lurking and watching how things, what's out there. Uh, you know, I joined a couple of couple of crazy sites just to see how foolish this stuff was out here uh, yeah. on these sites. What's what's funny to me is you'll get on there and see somebody and go, whatever the invitation may be or whatever it is, you'll go, oh, OK. Oh, but you need to put some more money in here to talk to this person. You know, I've, tr I've tried several sites and even researched them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm like putting money to talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Else. If you chat, if you send somebody a message in a lot of these, well, just general sites in general, because that's how they make their money. Well, yeah, you have to, yeah. you have to, you, you have, have to sign up to be a member to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just sit on it and look at the messages I get and I go, this is a bot. This this really can't be a real person. Then I've seen oh. some where the pictures on there were a picture of another person that I saw earlier. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. It, is, it, is, it crazy. is crazy. But I can't tell you, there are a lot of people that have found their person on online. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And that's, you know, what I tell all the listeners is that the experiences, they are crazy. I've had some. I did a podcast on, on just the crazy experiences. On a, it was only three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. got on here and talked about all of the craziness. However, Within mm -hmm. all of that, there are mm -hmm. some pots of gold that people have found. Absolutely. I'm a firm believer uh, organically in the different methods that people meet people. I firmly believe my wife of 34 years, even though I didn't want to be married anymore, God placed her in my life. Firmly believe that in my path. Okay. Let me ask you, are you looking to be married again? I would be shocked if I would be again. I'm not ruling it out. I mean, okay. I know human nature is human nature. I know I know love happens when you want it to or not. I, I know all that because I've yeah. experienced that. I've experienced that. It would take a person who knows how to carve their own way. You mentioned earlier about people who have lost their wives uh, constantly talking about, you know, what they miss about them and what they no. I don't want you to be her. I've had her for 34 years. I've been blessed to have that. You know, I have closure with that finally, because I'm in a place where I've had time to sit here in my space quietly and figure out how I move forward. Okay. Now, now, prior to her passing, we, we had the conversation, you know, you know jokingly, jokingly, because I, 
hey, you know, I'll probably be the first to go, man, leave here quicker, you know, not knowing that this yes. would transpire. And yes. I said, but here's what I will tell you. Don't have no joker with his rusty ankles in my house, with his feet up like he running things in my house. And when she passed, I immediately thought of that conversation. And I said, hmm, 34 years of having companionship. Of course I want companionship. Yes. But it has, to, it has to be organic. I have to feel it the right kind of way. I can't predict how far it would go. I don't know that. I don't even call dating dating. Dating to me means I'm I'm interested in you and I want to find out if I can get in a committed relationship with you. That's not what I'm trying to find out. I became my wife's husband because we became friends first. Okay. We became friends for a long time first. Uh, yeah, you you were like eight yeah. years. So yeah, of course. I'm looking, so, but but I ain't looking. Let me look at some of the things that the pros to getting remarried. Mm-hmm. And there was a list out here. And so one of the benefits is someone to make memories with, somebody new that mm-hmm. you can make additional memories with Absolutely. because you have all of these memories. But as you move forward in life, financial benefit, because, you know, they talk about the two paycheck. Mm-hmm. Lose somebody and you had two paychecks coming in. Financially, life mm-hmm. is difficult. Mm -hmm. So do you see that as a benefit as well, that financially a benefit, not that you need that, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. obviously when you get married, you know, you combine, you know, two 401ks, if you guys are still working, you know, all of the things that you have. So it's double the amount. Mm -hmm. You see that as being a benefit? For most people, yes. For most people, yes. Um, Uh, But understanding that. People, people live without thinking about dying mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why death really kind of comes and really swipes people off their feet yes. because we don't live thinking about dying and we don't want to talk about it, which yes. is why the psychological uh, well-being is so important for me, obviously, mm-hmm. um, because when death comes around then there's loneliness, there's depression, like you mentioned, mm-hmm resolution of grief, mm-hmm. uh, self-growth. So can mm-hmm. you talk about those aspects, the psychological well-being? Because what they're saying is that remarriage will help marrying somebody or being in a committed relationship, however you want to say it, will help with these things. Yeah, sometimes it depends on, again, the person, what they're used to. I, I think psychologically, you have to get past the point of grief or or where you are with this particular situation. It doesn't have to be just the grief, the depression. I knew from my father losing him at 26 years old, I had a whole life ahead of me, so I, so I thought. So you got time to readjust, to bounce back, to, to figure out life and to move your life on. Now, in, in the 50 plus era, we're not guaranteed tomorrow at all. I don't have time to really sit down and grieve to the point of depression because that can take you out at this age. That's another form well, of stress. Yeah. And I, I think that's why when the stat said how many people remarry within mm-hmm. two, three, four months time, because mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of time and 
if you want to have somebody new in your life, you want to do it sooner rather than later. Oh, and absolutely. I, I think that's why, you know, and obviously it's easier for men to do that because they're doing the picking. And they can go out and find a woman. And it's harder for women with the numbers are lower of getting remarried. It's because they are trying to wait on somebody to find them. You know what? I, I, let me so, put it Let me put it like this. For me, um, moving forward, obviously, I like companionship. But yeah. it has to be companionship that's drama-less. The woman has to be completely independent and have her own life to live. I'm here to support that in any way that I can. I understand that. The mental toughness to know, you know, what it takes to have a love that you want in your life and to move forward with. I know what it is it's going to take for me to be in a comfort zone. And I understand everybody's an individual. I want that person to be her own person. Carve your own, carve your own path with me. Well, listen, Brian, hopefully at this stage in life, the woman has, because again, we're not talking about 30 something year olds are still trying to carve, but at 50, 40, you know, 40 somethings, you know, they still mm-hmm. you know, up generally we're sliding down on the other side where, you know, you're like, okay, I've worked a long time in life and, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking for retirement. So hopefully mm-hmm. in that, in that age bracket, but it, you know, different men, are different because some go after the younger ones now. It's like, you know. Let, let me say this. Let me, my son is 40 years old. Okay. Anything less than anything less than 45, 50 is a problem for me. Okay. Okay. Well, I, and, and for, for a number of reasons. This era, I've worked in hip hop radio too. So I know I <laughs> that era, I want no parts of that. Yeah. The mentality okay. is totally different. I have to have somebody that's mature. Age doesn't matter to me. I'm looking for somebody that I can coexist with as a friend first. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And then organically, organically, you know, if the if it takes us down that road, if I like being with you, trust me, I'll put forth the effort. My mother's still alive. She's 88 years old. She okay. lives independently. I spoil women in my life like I spoil my mother. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah, great. So, well, okay, now we're going to look at the cons. There was mm-hmm. pros and cons to remarriage. Mm-hmm. Said people that are too self-dependent. Um, I think if you I think if you wait too long to get remarried, then you do, do become self-independent and you don't want nobody messing up your, your flow in life. Mm-hmm. You don't want anybody disturbing anything about how you move. So that's one of them. Mm-hmm. The loss of benefits because you there can be that because you got yeah. yeah you're losing benefits. The family member that objects now this happens quite often. Just me knowing a lot of people and what I do, the family members object to that the person moving on or who they're moving on with because, right, right. like you said, people are going to come that already know you. And that's a real awkward feeling. It's like that was my mother's, you know, good friend or whatever. And so people still have those barriers around because it's like that's doing a disgrace to the memory. But now, did you guys have that kind of conversation? Because what people don't realize 
is that couples, you know, I keep telling everybody I was married 24 years. And so couples have conversations Mm -hmm. that nobody ever knows anything about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there could be the conversation that goes and says, you know, I don't care who you marry, you know, Mm -hmm. just as long as you're happy Mm -hmm. or there will be stipulations that people try to follow after the fact. But when you're having these conversations, you usually it's not that somebody's sick or whatever. You're just having conversations about, look, when I die, blah, blah, blah. Right, <laughs> and so right. you never know if they said, you know, hey, my best friend is one of the best person. You know, you don't know what that couple right, is. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, like I said earlier, if you know the kind of woman you have, you know other people are attracted to her. So it doesn't matter what kind of person comes in her life. It's all, it's always, or, or him, it's always people around them in their ears anyway. Yes, anyway. that's true. That's anyway. True. So what are we really talking about? My yeah. thing is this. I hope your experience, if it was me that would have left first, I hope my experience with you has given you a standard of a person that you want in your life when you make that choice after Absolutely. I'm gone. Yeah, That's the only thing I can hope for. Yeah, because... You're gone and you're and not going to. Right. And <laughs> know, know spiritually that if I ain't agreeing with you and this person might be in your life and causing you problems, I'm probably going to be there to haunt that situation. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back. I believe like, in that. I believe like, in no, that. I'm coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm coming back to protect you. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, but absolutely. no, um, you know, for me. Uh, but for me, uh, I, I've always lived a life that has been independent of other people's thought process. Okay. I don't care what other people think. Yeah, but, you know, that's... I that's, get it. No, no, no. And I've seen it happen around me. Listen, it's different when it's your family. Mm-hmm. You might not care about what other people think, but when it comes to your kids and your mm-hmm. close it it can be a dividing thing. And, you know, my sister, I have two sisters that passed away. Mm-hmm. So I know this firsthand that it's like, mm-hmm. so what? How right. long am I supposed to die? Wait, who is it? Right. And it became a conversation. Yeah. And so you're like, okay. Yeah. So that's one of the things. And then the last one is the guilt of moving on. Sometimes people don't find the love because they feel like some kind of way that they are doing a disservice to the memory and they feel guilty because now I'm happy and laughing and I'm having all this, this new joy when, you know, that person is gone. So there's Mm -hmm. the guilt of moving on. And then some people just get stuck there, but Mm -hmm. it sounds like from you that you're open Mm -hmm. and you're not, let, let me recap. You said you're not really looking, you're lurking. Mm-hmm. You said that within the first five minutes, mm-hmm. you can kind of peg a person. You know what love looks like. You know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And so you're not saying no to remarriage. Mm-hmm. You are open to dating. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman has to be that right person who is self-dependent, has her own life, and it's organic. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? You you take great notes. I don't know how you kept all that because some of that I forgot I even said. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all here in my head. I'm saying that out there as well for no, our yeah, listeners. Absolutely, absolutely. No, 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 no. Absolutely. For our listening and, ladies, yeah. 
let me say this, not in divorce, but in, in death. When you have the kind of relationship that I had with my wife and I watched her go through this, the last word she said to me repeated eight times was let me go. I know we've had that conversation enough, enough to know she, her sacrificing and not letting me know exactly how sick she was, was for me to prepare my life for my life after her huge sacrifice. Mm. So she would not want me. <laughs> I know her. She, we ain't got to have a conversation. She ain't yeah. going to want me sitting here. Boo hoo hoo. While I do from time to time, just did it the other day. She would want me. She wants me happy because I was happy with her. She wants me to find the right person. And that's why I say it's organic. It's got to just happen. When it happens, I'll know it. Absolutely. Happens, I'll know it. And I won't be able to, you know, I might try to run from it a little bit, but yeah. I already know what the end result of that's going to be. I'm going to go, how did you let this person get in your life like this? <laughs> Now you're losing control. You ain't got control of you. You sitting up here chasing behind this woman. That's the kind of person I'm looking for. Yes. That person, that person has to ignite that kind of passion in me for me to go. Brian, yeah. I yeah. want to tell you, we appreciate this. So the ladies out there have heard it. Yeah. Uh, and this conversation is important to have because yeah. it is a part of life out here in this dating single yeah. world. Yeah. have met somebody or experienced this ourselves. Yeah. So it is important to hear from somebody that's on this journey. Yeah. And then, you know, where where you are on this journey. And so, ladies, you hear all this. So, Brian, tell everybody one more time how they can get your... I'm just... My, my whole conversation with Dr. G today was sharing and being transparent about my experience if you want to contact me, contact Dr. G. She has my information. She knows how to find me. Okay. I'll put that, I'll put that on you. You could be my broker. Absolutely. I'm 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 the broker anyway. I do all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but but for real, it was just, you know, I know I know how people are going through relationships and out of relationships. I also know I got a, more friends that have gone through life and haven't had the love and the experience that I've had at yes. love. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a matter of me sharing this information because as you said, as I get into this dating world, I see all this craziness going on around in it. And it's like, you know, you don't want to go to dinner. What? Because what? Yeah. You got a list of places you listen, it's, it's, listen. It's, I can take you anywhere you want to go and pay for your dinner, whatever, whatever. But I got to feel a reason not and it ain't physical at well, all. Listen, Brian, let me tell you. Anybody that has a list, they're not that's not emotionally maturity. So that's those guys, you don't even want to talk to anyway. They're not emotionally mature. That's I love cheesecake. Look, I'm going to the I'm going to the cheesecake factory. Now you can go with me and enjoy my company. How about that? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for Quite sharing right. and this conversation. Again, everybody, thank you for listening. Please go get your copy of your book, drgladney.com. That's D-R-G-L-A-D-N-E-Y.com. And get the power of attraction, getting the man you need, not the one you want. Get that book. 
Go please sign up and join our Facebook group at Single Life with Dr. G, Dating Over 40. Ladies, get your free copy of the top 10 mistakes professional uh, women make in dating that waste their time with the wrong person. You can get that free copy of that audio at singlelifewithdrg.com slash free dash audio is free. You want to know what you're doing so you don't make those mistakes in 2024. Everybody have an incredible day until the next time. This is Single Life with Dr. G. Dating over 40.